well, today we pick up with my second part of the interview I had with Dr. Todd Frisch, author of WTF, Why the Face, a facial diagnosis book that he co-wrote with his daughter, Abby, and also he is the founder of Shape Reclaimed. Now, Shape Reclaimed is a wonderful health restoration program that if you have not yet poked around on my website to check out, all the information is there. I have had several clients that have gone through it and have been very, very pleased with their outcome. And like you might have heard Dr. Todd say yesterday, weight loss is just kind of a happy side effect is how I kind of describe it. It's just a happy side effect for changing your lifestyle, making the changes needed for a complete, really a mind shift in how you're looking at your health and what you should do about the inflammation in your body. And what's wonderful is it is targeted on a cellular level. So not only are you reducing inflammation, you're boosting your immune system as well, which is very, very key to good health. So today we are going to finish up my conversation with Dr. Todd. And before we do that, I just wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, join my Facebook support group, Combating Your Autoimmunity God's Way. I would love to have you over there. And also, I have a wonderful blueprint that I have created that gives you three crucial things that you can do to regain your energy naturally. So if you are struggling with the brain fog and the fatigue and just not really feeling your best and struggling through the day, reaching for that cup of coffee every afternoon, that pick-me-up, then this would be a really good resource for you. It's completely free and the link will be in the show notes. The link is also on my website, so you can go to treasuredwellness.com. You can get all the information about Shape Reclaimed and you can get the blueprint and you can also learn more about working with me individually. All right, let's get back to our conversation with Dr. Todd. Had a had a patient, I don't see patients actively. That being said, when God gives you a gift, you never don't see patients. So I've had patients for, for years that still call me and had this gal call me and she said, I've got numbness in my outside of my hand, my little finger and my ring finger and a little bit of the next finger. And I said, well, you know, chiropractically, that's, that's a nerve root impingement. And yet I knew that wasn't it based on her voice because there was a lot of fear in her voice. She said, well, I went to my chiropractor. It's not a pinched nerve. And I said, uh, so what's going on in your life? Oh, nothing. And I said, what's affecting your heart? Because interesting enough, the heart meridian comes out the little finger. I, I said, you got to tell me what's going on with your heart. And she just burst into tears. And, you know, the heart is about joy and the deficiency, which would be numbness is a deficiency syndrome is a lack of joy. And she simply didn't have joy in her life. And she's, what do I do? And I said, well, you have to get more joy in your life. And she said, how do I do that? And I said, well, I don't really know, but that's what you have to do. Interesting enough, she, she just went with that word. And she called me two weeks later and she says, this numbness has been there for two years is gone just because she, her brain understood what was going on. And it was, it was a heart energy imbalance. Fascinating how, how this thing works. I, I just, people can heal if they know what they have to heal. Our job as practitioners and doctors is to facilitate them understanding their body in a way that they can take over the healing because we are in fact fearfully and wonderfully made. Absolutely. That's right. We do have the power to recover. And 
you have a wonderful addition to Shape Reclaimed and it's called Self Reclaimed. And, you know, that's something that not maybe not many people want to address um, going into their trauma, past trauma, past hurts. But I believe it's really vital. I believe it's very necessary for healing, for growth, for restoration, for recovering. And not just on the emotional, mental level, but the physical level as well. Like you just said, you know, how our body is all connected to and how the lack of joy in her heart was affecting pain. And so do you mind just taking a few minutes and speaking about your program, Self-Reclaimed? Yeah, we realized that um, that weight loss, we don't want to lose things because if you lose things, we go back and find them. So this is toxic weight that needs to be shed. When you shed something, it's something you don't want anymore. So I don't like the term weight loss because <laughs> nobody likes losing stuff because they'll, they'll want to get it back. And that that was the genesis behind, we need to look at the emotional component. This started in Whitefish, Montana, where I woke up in the middle of the night with a dream that I, I was instructed to write a book and it had to have 33 chapters and each chapter had to be one word. And uh, my wife, whatever caused her to do this, she just got on her, on her iPad and started typing out my dream. And I fall back asleep and she said the next morning, my goodness, that dream was amazing. And I go, what dream? <laughs> and, and so if you'll notice uh, in in um, self-reclaimed, there are 33 words. And so this, uh, this years later, I ended up writing this very uh, interesting book that was, um, you know, it started, the genesis was this, this dream. And we chose 33 words, words that are important to us as human beings, words like anger, words like love, words like respect. Bibliotherapy is important. Books are important. And we give you lots of books to read. But it's all about um, allegory is we're a caterpillar that wants to become a butterfly. And in order to get to that point, we got to go inside. We got to go into that chrysalis, that cocoon. And the transformation occurs inside that, that chrysalis. And what comes out is this beautiful butterfly. Um, Richard Bach um, wrote Jonathan Livingston Seagull and a uh, number of great books. Um, he said, what the caterpillar sees as death, the world sees as a butterfly. <laughs> and I think that's beautiful. You know, I think we have to, uh, we have to go inside and try to understand and heal ourselves because the greatest healing comes from within. We doctors, we can do some wonderful things, but it still comes down to the fact that we as um, humans have to go inside and do the healing. So this, uh, this whole, um, this whole self-reclaimed is just an attempt for you to go inside and heal yourself. Hard to do, uh, not easy, but very, very important. It's beautifully done. It's just wonderfully done. It really is. I have a copy and it's just absolutely gorgeous. I love it. It's just very peaceful and therapeutic, right? As you're going through it, just, you know, the story and you've got cards that you can apply your own situation to. And it just, it really, it is really effective if we put the work into it. And that's the challenging part. It is. is. Well, 
I did want to ask you, since the brain is so vital and I believe often overlooked, can you explain um, maybe three ways that inflammation in our body affects the brain? Well, you know, inflammation is a buzzword right now in medicine, um, and we've discovered it. <laughs> now, has it always been there? Well, sure it has. Uh, and, you know, the, the way to start this conversation is to realize that um, inflammation isn't bad. It's how we heal. If you ride your motorcycle and you hit a bump and go flying across the pavement and you scrape yourself up, you want inflammation to go there so your body can clot, so it can heal. Uh, you need fever to, 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 everybody catches a cold or flu and they get a fever and they try to bring the fever down. Why do you think the body created a fever? You know, I mean, I certainly don't feel like reproducing at 104 degrees, <laughs> nor do bugs. As a matter of fact, it's fatal to a lot of bugs. So part of the inflammatory uh, process is necessary for us to heal. When that inflammation gets out of control, this gets this can be a very, very difficult situation. And, th and that's the real problem is when it gets out of control. So when it comes to the brain, uh, there's really um, three areas that are, are going to be involved. You can have a motor uh, function inflammation, and now you have issues with uh, body parts that don't do what they're supposed to do. Um, you got a leg that doesn't work, you got whatever. And then we have a sensory part. Uh, and this is when you get the tingling and, and this kind of stuff um, that this inflammatory situation can occur. But the key really is cognitive. And we don't put enough emphasis on the uh, infl the inflammation causing cognitive issues where the brain just can't connect. You know, it's interesting. Uh, there are only two divisions in our body. There's the division at top and bottom, uh, and that's your diaphragm. And I I've always had patients come in and they, all the problems were from the diaphragm down. They got gut issues. They got menstrual problems. Their legs swell. Their ankles hurt. Or they had problems diaphragm above. They got headaches. They've got... Um, they got rashes on their chest, they got neck pain, they got whatever. And those things, you have to look at the diaphragm as, as the block. But the other division is the right and left brain. It's called the corpus callosum. And, and when you have inflammation, that communication between your right brain and your left brain is profoundly damaged. And now all of a sudden you develop all these one-sided symptoms. I got a one-sided headache. I've got a rash on my left arm. I've got pain on one side. Anytime you get a one-sided thing, I almost always look at that as an inflammatory situation in the brain. And what we have to do um, to make a difference there is to try to understand that. And getting that right and left brain to connect is the key. The interesting point here, I hate to put this in a thing that goes out to the world because it makes us men look really bad, but all embryos are female. They start as a female. And there's an X, um, if you're a two X chromosome, you're, you're a female, you come out as a female. If you're an XY, you're, you're a male. So, but all embryos start as, as females, basically an X. Now in around six weeks, um, the Y chromosome kicks on and there's a 40% destruction between the right brain and the left brain. Okay. <laughs> and all those brain damaged um, things that come out happen to be male. <laughs> so all, all us men have brain damage. <laughs> There's 40% less destruction. But now let's step away from that 
and ask, why would the creator of the universe do that? Think of it this way. Colonial times, you're sitting on the, on the porch with your spouse and your two children, and the mother says, isn't that deer beautiful? And the kids say, oh, mom, that deer is just beautiful. And the guy's looking at it and says, it's beautiful, but I got to kill it because we need the food. The male brain has to be different. It's not wrong. It, it's, it's how our creator made us. There has to be a difference in the brain. And there's, there's some wonderful books, uh, The Female Brain and the Male Brain by Brizantine. Uh, I think that's her name. Um, it's a fascinating read. But um, when my wife says, I feel, and I go, oh, crap. I don't feel that way. And I'm never going to feel that way. <laughs> but I know, dang it, she's right. Because she has greater connection between the right brain and left brain. I've trained my brain to connect more. Uh, but when we have inflammation, uh, it, it will affect our right left brain connection. And that's where it's very important. And this is where things like uh, fish oil. Now, in fish oil, we have EPA which is very cardioprotective. But there's another A and there's called DHA. It's a different type of fish oil and that's cognitively protective. And it also happens to be anti-inflammatory. So fish oil, that's a higher DHA to EPA ratio is very, very good for brain inflammation. And it's just uh, amazing. And this gets into a whole nother world. If I ever write another book, which I'm not gonna do, but uh, it will be called The Emotional Concussion. I believe we can concuss our brain uh, with emotional trauma, just as much as we slam our head on a concrete. Uh, this emotional trauma can create this inflammatory cascade in our brain. And our brain has a different system of functioning, a different set of rules, a different immune system. Uh, it's totally different because it's so, so important. Um, to running the body. Is it the most important part of the car? No. Remember, what's the most important part of your car? The wheels, the gas, the, the, the motor, it's all important. So the brain does hold a, uh, a little interesting, uh, 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 it, it rates a little higher on the list of importance uh, in the body, even though it's all important. But, but I think the key is to just do what we can to um, Observe the symptoms. Are they, are they motor? Are they sensory? Are they cognitive? And then support them accordingly. If it's a motor issue, a sensory issue, you might look at B12. Um, you may look at alpha lipoic acid. Uh, these are all things that are a neuroprotective, um, different uh, uh, oils. Most of your oils have a neuroprotective nature to them. And then uh, there's natural anti-inflammatories. Curcumin is a really good one. Um, but again, just you've got to you've got to step back, ask why and what's going on. Is it motor? Is it sensory? Is it cognitive? And then uh, do your support from there. Yeah, that's really good. And you know, with the rise of brain disorders like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and ADHD and autism, I mean, there's just such a huge influx of that now. And yes. We've got the physical reactions, uh, inflammation, stressors, but I also do believe that a lot of it is um, related to trauma, past trauma that has been unaddressed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our, our body never forgets. There's a book called The Body Keeps the Score and our body <laughs> never forgets. No, it does not. No, nor, nor should it forget. Uh, you know, uh, we have uh, get together with some folks last night um our house is beautifully decorated for christmas my wife is just an amazing decorator when it comes to that regard and I, but i i need counseling for the amount of christmas decorations i buy uh, but 
one of the couples had uh, lost their son. He was 50. He shot himself and um, he, he was very sick and he was just not going to get better. And he decided to end his life. And that's an emotional trauma that, um, that is tough. And, you know, my first two children died. So I can relate to them more than anyone. And who can think of anything worse than a, than a child passing? And, and uh, I would love to give a class on what not to say to a parent that's lost a child. Oh, you know, God has a plan. No, that's not God's plan. Oh, time will heal. No, it won't. And that book is the key to this whole thing. You don't forget. And I, and I, I, I went to this couple... And they're a little older than my, my wife and I, but I said, look, you're going to be told time will heal. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it won't heal. Uh, but who says it has to? Do you want to forget your son? Look, he did something that um, was very difficult to understand, but that your, your son, the energy of your son didn't pull that trigger. Where he was in his life and the trauma that occurred to him is what pulled that trigger, but it wasn't your son. And they just, they melted in front of me. I get teary talking about it um, in my own situation. But, um, you know, we, we just um, don't realize the neurotoxins that exist can be physical. Heavy metal toxicity is one of the major causes of, of dementia and Alzheimer's. But we can have emotional toxicities. And how we deal with these things is so important and it's our job as practitioners to give people options and help them see things in a different way and understand what uh, what can occur uh, and what you can do to, to make a difference and realize the brain has this amazing ability to heal when i started in school there were if you had damage to your nervous system it's over well, all of a sudden, we discovered neuroplasticity, which is always there, which the brain actually can regenerate. Oh, my goodness. I was told when I started in school, that's not possible. And all of a sudden, it's possible. Well, that, that, that wasn't something that happened. <laughs> uh, it, it just, it, it was always there. We just understood it in a different way. And we, we opened our brain to the possibilities of what can be. You know, everybody says, you know, all the good ideas are, have been discovered. You know, I mean, look at the advancements. Let me, let me say it this way. We walked on the moon before we put wheels on a suitcase. <laughs> Think about that. How many of us walk through airports carrying this heavy bag and somebody says, yeah, you should put some wheels on that. And we walked on the moon before we came up with that idea. It was, I wish I would have come up with that idea. What a great, what a great idea. So I love it. all the good ideas have not been discovered. Waiting to be discovered. Great things can happen. And I want to be part of that. Well, I have <laughs> to say, I, I don't think that you are done writing a book. I think that since you just <laughs> publicly put it out there, that you will not write a book. God is laughing right now. And he's like, oh, my friend, <laughs> that book is yours. Yeah. Well, if anybody wants the title, they can have it. <laughs> but it is a good title. Wouldn't you pick up a book, The, the Emotional Concussion? Ooh, that just Absolutely. Of course, there are, there are a few books I do not want to open. <laughs> right. Again, it goes right back to that, that hard work that you have to put in for sure. Well, this has just been so great. And I, I really... I could talk to you for another hour. I would love to have you back on and pick your brain about a few other things. But one thing we absolutely have to talk about is your um, why the Facebook and the facial diagnosis and recognition. And I'm just 
so excited about that. And as I'm going through it and learning, it's just really fascinating. So would you be willing to come back on another time? Oh man, um, I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> happy, happy to do it. I, it's it's a passion of mine that, uh, and, and the key here, uh, Michelle, is we all do facial diagnosis. Uh, when when a child comes down in the morning and you look at them and say, don't you feel good today? What did you see that morning you didn't see the morning before? So we all do it. Uh, my daughter and I wrote this book um, together, which was just a joyful thing to have your own child be part of the process. Um, we just put legs to what, if you see this, it means this. And, it, and it's absolutely fascinating. Well, I, yeah, it, it's really an awesome, an awesome tool in our toolbox to further help other people in their health and finding that optimal health that is not one size fits all, but it's unique to them. So I love that. Well, before I let you go, I do have to ask you, put you in the hot seat a little bit. What is your <laughs> favorite? What is your favorite decadent dessert? Oh my goodness. Well, here it is. And I have to tell you, um, Martha Stewart did call me and she wants me to go on the show, her show to teach my recipe for hot cocoa. So uh, it, it normally I have to kill you to give this recipe, but I'm going to give it to you. So hot chocolate, <laughs> you know, you get this powdered stuff, this Swiss Miss. Well, send me to hell to drink that stuff. I mean, I do. It's just awful. And uh, then they got you know, put your Hershey syrup and some of this, whatever. So here, here's the key. Uh, you must take um, for every three bars of dark chocolate, you have to use one bar of milk chocolate and get the good stuff. Okay, don't just get the good quality stuff. So you grind that up <clears throat> into as powdery as you can. We have this ninja thing and we grind it up. Then you got to use whole milk. None of this 2% skim milk kind of stuff. It's got to be whole milk. If you're going to be decadent, let's, <laughs> let's get it. So you melt the, uh, the chocolate in a little bit of milk. And then I put a little bit of vanilla extract in it. But here is the magic. I put in maple syrup. And I'm telling you, it is to die for. So it's a, it's four tablespoons of this powder to one cup, and uh, just a hint of maple syrup and a hint of vanilla extract. And I am world famous for this. <laughs> and Martha Stewart's going to have me on her show and uh, have me teach it. <laughs> so there's your hot seat answer. How's that? It's perfect for this massive chocoholic that I am. That is perfect. I'm so excited. I am going to, um, when I make the grocery list, I will be adding <laughs> those ingredients, <laughs> the chocolate. I've been trying really hard to not have so much chocolate in my house because, you know, it, it's a thing for me and it's the dark mm -hmm. chocolate. I love the dark chocolate. So I give myself some, you know, every day, sometimes it just depends on the day, but I try not to have my gobs yeah, it is about how much, you know, dark chocolate's got a lot of chemicals in it, the phenols and those kind of things that are really good brain chemistry is enhanced by it. And look, food is part of who we are. We've got this, we've got this war with food that, oh, fats are bad. Oh no, that's pretty good. No, no, fats aren't bad. Um, it, it's carbs that are bad. That's Atkins. Everybody's this is bad, this, this is bad. 
No, none of it's bad. It's how much you eat of it. We are overfed and undernourished in this nation. And it's a matter of picking and choosing how you do this. I mean, I don't like the fact that my darn near 70-year-old body has a waistline that it, that wasn't where it was when I was 18. I go, come on, come back. Well, that's probably not going to happen for me. So embrace the aging process. Uh, enjoy the foods in life. And just don't, you know, just eat it in a way that's properly. People would ask me, what should I eat? And I would say, well, here's here's the key to what you should eat. Eat foods that can rot and spoil and eat them before they do. It's that simple. That, that's, that's what you do. And eat till you're full and just realize, listen to your brain. And that's where we've disconnected with the neurotoxins that are out there, whether they're chemical or emotional toxins. Um, we poison our brain to the point where we, we can't even think right. And just look at what's going on in our society today uh, the amount of hate that exists in it and the toxic energy that's out there this is not normal this is this is anti-god uh which makes me think that's part of what's out there they, they don't want us to think of god one in five churches has died with this epidemic and that's the churches should have stood up and said no no we are not going to close our doors um the, the god i serve is not fearful of a virus i'm sorry and, and if the pastor preaches he's I'll find a different church. I am not fearful of a virus. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I can handle anything. This, this damn virus is no, I have no fear. You live by, I call it the two Fs. You either live by faith or you live by fear. You make the choice. I'm going to live by faith. I will die with my faith. Amen. I'm right there with you. Right there with you. A hundred percent. We weren't created to be in a fearful state. We just weren't. Nope. Period. Nope. And that's all throughout the Bible to be bold, to be brave, to be courageous. Well, this has been such a pleasure. I have enjoyed every second of it. Thank you so much. I love what you do. I love how you have helped so many people. And, you know, I would love, I know that you're retired slash semi-retired, um, but do you have, you're, are you on social media or anything where anybody could find you? Yeah, drtodfrish.com. Uh, you can go to whytheface, uh, wtfwhytheface.com, uh, um, shapeproclaim.com. I'm out there. Uh, you know, I, I don't actively try to uh, grow a practice. I I, I did that. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> I saw a lot of people every day. Uh, I, I don't want to recreate that, but um, I don't want to not help people. You know, I, I have been given a gift that I... You know, you can't put it under a, a basket. You know, uh, the light's got to shine, and I will, um, I will shine till my light goes out. Well, the world does need more of you, so I'm glad that you are still full of vigor and just excitement about your passion that you have for helping people. It's just wonderful. It's it's beautiful to see, and I've enjoyed learning from you, and I will continue to enjoy learning from you. So, thank you so yeah. much. Can I end with one thing on how we could correct this problem in this world today? Go it's very for simple. It. This is this is a problem about math. So everything has a vibrational rate. Everything has a vibration of hertz. And here's the interesting: the word love has a vibrational rate of 528. There are books written on this. There's a book called 528. Very difficult book to read. I wouldn't get that one, but um, but that's a vibrational rate of of the word uh, love. And I used a technique in my practice. It's called BEST, bioenergetic synchronization technique, that I literally put people into a state of 528. They didn't stay there because nobody can. 
God could, uh, but we have a hard time with that. Now, here's the interesting. Hate has a vibration rate of about 100. So uh, an even more significant cancer, depending on the cancer, has a vibr vibration rate of 40 to 100. There's nothing wrong with cancer. It just vibrates at, a, at an energy that brings us down that happens to be fatal in, in many cases. Um, how do we correct the hate that is there? This is a math problem. We have to love. We knock out five haters by loving. It doesn't take many of us to change this world. And we just have to get to that, uh, that tipping point, that critical mass. And we've got to just go back to what was taught in every religious system that's ever been devised by man. I happen to choose Christianity, but you know, God is love. And that's, that is the key. If we love, we knock out these haters and we can stop this silliness just by loving people. Hard to do, but it has to be done. Love God and love others. Yep. That's right. We're commanded Pretty to simple. do that. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. Well, thank you so much for coming on and I look forward yeah. to having you back. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and your week. And, um, it's just been such a pleasure. Tell your beautiful wife I said hello, and we'll talk soon. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. I really hope you guys enjoyed this interview with Dr. Todd Frisch. He's just such a great practitioner who truly does have a heart for his patients. And I just want to also encourage you that if you are not having success um, getting your questions answered, getting any relief, getting any help when it comes to your health, then I just encourage you to keep searching for somebody who really understands it, really takes a step back and looks at the whole picture. And really, that's why I love what I do as a health coach, really digging deep to get to the root cause of the problem. Don't stop asking questions. Don't stop pushing to get the answers that you're looking for and some solutions. And if you're new to this podcast, you can always go back to episode two, where I talk about should you fire your doctor? You know, what is functional and holistic medicine? What is health coaching? And that can give you a little bit of perspective. But ultimately, everybody deserves to have the answers that they're looking for. They deserve to have clear action steps and to know exactly what to do for their body. So. If you are not satisfied, keep digging, keep searching until you get to the root cause of what is troubling you. All right, ladies, let me pray over you. Father God, we just thank you so much for this chance to be able to sit down with Dr. Todd and just really glean from him and just learn from him. He is such a wealth of information, Lord, and we know that you have given him that passion to really help other people and that drive. So we just thank you that we got to have a little glimpse of that. Lord, I just pray that you will bless us and that you will make your face shine upon us, Lord, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.